scariest trees ever. Great job, crew. Well, we had such a fun week uh, with these students preparing to lead worship. In fact, I, I remember when we uh, began to think about AmCamp, it's like, yeah, we'll have a great week and we'll, we'll, we'll just spend all week long just getting ready for the weekend services. And then as we continue to develop uh, the entire camp and think about what we're doing, we realize, you know what, we don't want to just make AmCamp about a weekend service. We want them to learn and experience worship out of the context of just a Saturday and Sunday here at Monaco Bible Church. So uh, when we think about worship here at Monica Bible Church, we like to say, don't go to church to worship. Bring your worship to church. So we wanted that foundation to be a part of Amped Camp Week. So I'm going to ask for some help this morning. I thought I saw, is James Gonda here? Did I not see James Gonda? Where is he? He left. No. What's, oh, how about Amy? I saw Amy. So Amy, can you stand on this side of the room for me? That'd be, give a big hand for Amy. She's going to stand in that room. Let's see. I need to pick on somebody over here. Who can I pick on? Everyone's like cowering beneath their seats. I don't know. I'll ask Jason. Come to my left ear. Give it up for Jason. Okay. So Jason, stand way over there. Jason's our Monday. So Jason, when I point to you, I want you to shout out Monday. One, two, three. No, Jason's going to shout out unless you want to join him. I mean, okay, just, just Jason class. One, two, three. Nice. When I point at Friday, Amy, she's going to shout, just Amy's going to shout out Friday. Go. Friday. <laughs> Monday, Friday. Monday, Friday. Look at the space between. Monday. And. Friday. There's this giant. Give a hand for Monday and Friday. They were amazing. There is so much between Monday and Friday. Monday and Friday. This giant space, all those days, all those hours, all at that time. What fills your life between Monday and Friday? And our first answer is, well, work, kids, school. You know, we have all the answers to that question, don't we? How about this question? Are you connecting to God between Monday and Friday? What if you decided that your life was going to be a worship service because it's not about the sound of your voice it's about the sound of your life. It's not about the sound of your voice. It's about the sound of your life. Connect with God as you're going to your next meeting. Connect with God while you're walking through the halls on the way to class. Connect with God as your toddler spills that third glass of milk for the love of vitamin D. Why does it keep spilling the milk? Connect with God while you're on I-55 on your daily commute. We have to kind of divorce ourselves from thinking about worship is only happening when we're here at this address, 412 North Rubina Avenue, Manuka, Illinois, 60447, is not the only place where worship takes place. Monday through Friday, connecting with God, praying, confessing sin, reading God's word, loving your spouse, being nice to your sister. What if we took all of those things and more and out of a spirit of obedience and love for God, we offered all of those things to God in worship Monday through Friday. Now, we got really uh, practical about this with our students. And so Katie Sievers, one of our team members, wrote a devotional for the kids. And I hope some of you parents got to spend some time kind of checking that out. And we challenged the students 
to develop this kind of thinking and practice all week long, a devotional life all week long as they tracked with us through the week of Amped Camp. And one of the things we encouraged them was to take that devotional, read God's Word. There were Scripture passages for them to read, questions to answer, things to interact with. And one of the, on one of the days, as we talked about, you know, hearing from God through His Word, we just recognized and just said it. Hey, the Bible is this giant book, and it's kind of crazy at times and a bit complex in places. And so we encourage the students, and maybe this will help you if this isn't a part of your regular journey with the Lord Monday through Friday. You pick up the scriptures, and you're like, where do I start? What do I do? And we encourage the kids, and we'll encourage you this morning. What if every time you picked up a passage, say the book of Philippians or the Gospels, and just ask two questions as you're reading? Question number one, what does what I'm reading, what does this passage tell me about God? What does it reveal to me about God? Just ask that question of what you're reading and see if something surfaces. Jot it down. Take some notes. Second question, what if you ask the scriptures as you're reading this question? What does this passage tell me about me? What do I need to learn? What do I see in my heart or my life that this passage of scripture is speaking to? Is there a command I've got to obey? Is there something I need to think about? Is the character in this story, do I relate to this character? Can I learn something that I can practice in my life through this story. Just two questions. What does the Bible tell me about God that I'm reading right now? What does it tell me about me? Because we know the scriptures reveal at least a few things, right? Tell us who God is. They tell us, the scriptures tell us who we are. The scriptures tell us our biggest problem, our rebellion and our sin. And the scriptures also reveal the solution for our biggest problems. God rescuing us in Christ Jesus our Lord. So I'm going to challenge you to do that. That's not a regular part of your journey Monday through Friday. Make that something that you give a try. Connect with God. He is always speaking. He's always speaking. And let his word be bread for your soul. Part of that devotion also addressed this question. And I just love what she wrote. She just asked the question, why? Are we going to ruin God's day if we don't worship? Is there some need that God has that if we fail to do this, we're going to disappoint him and he's going to have a you know, bad week? Why do we worship? Why do we do this? Psalm 139 says this, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. And then this is what the psalmist writes. I praise you. I worship you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. For you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. What's the psalmist saying here? The psalmist is calling God, God. You made me. Because you made me, I'm going to praise you. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, when we think about worship, what's the foundation upon which we build our thinking about worship. Where do we start? I grew up in a Catholic tradition. And so when I think about worship, I often think about going to mass or confession. I think about that context growing up. Some of you may have grown up in a different tradition, but we often think about worship as a service. We're going to show up somewhere. We think about perhaps as singing or music or instruments or a sermon. And all those ingredients are, of course, important and a part of worship. But where do we start, really, biblically, where do we start when we think about worship? 
I think the answer to that is this. In our relationship to God, we are always in a position of response. Think about that with me this morning. In our relationship with God, we are always in a position of response. Does that make sense? He is always giving. We are always in the position of receiving. He is always initiating, the great initiator, if you will. We are always in the position of response. He is the creator. We are his creatures. He knit us and saw us formed in our mother's womb. He knows every moment of your life before it comes to be. It's written down in a book, the psalmist says. He knows your story, every bit of it, before it came to pass. So the question is not, is God going to be disappointed? You know, why are we doing this? Are we doing it right? Is this the right musical style, you know, to use? Should we do it this long, this short? Those are all, I guess, details we should pay attention to. But the fundamental question is, how are we going to respond to God, the great initiator, the starter? Because we are always in a position of response to who he is, to what he has done, and to what he has said. That's a good place to start. He gave us life. We praise him. He saw us in our mother's womb. We worship him. He knows about your journey and your story. And he is loving and faithful and kind. And his love and his faithfulness and his kindness does not change. It doesn't ever change. Even though our story and the circumstances of our story may cause us to wonder if he's here or not. I wish you all could have been here this week. You would have been amazed. You're seeing the, you're seeing the, the byproduct of their work. But to see the students start on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and see them grow in developing their skills, see them apply themselves, work hard. We challenged them, and they had a blast. And it was so great to see them progress all through the week. But there was a moment last week that was my favorite moment that just kind of blew my mind and just kind of really just kind of clenched my heart. One of the things that we wanted to do was include all of the arts, as many as we could. So Desiree, Miss Desiree, our artist in resident, our art teacher, um, she had an art class during the week. And so I went down and checked out what she was doing. And I go into the room, and she's got this whiteboard in the room, and she's talking to the students. And she's asking them, so let's talk about your fears. How about you share with the group today your hurts, something that bothers you or worries you? What might that be? So I look up at the whiteboard. Here are some of the words that are written on there. Anxiety. Grades. Frenemies. I don't know what that is, but it was up there. Bullying. Temper. And this is the one, for whatever reason, just like... The word safety was up there. So I'm looking at this whiteboard, and I'm standing there, and I'm saying to myself, yep, anxiety, yeah, I feel that at times. Safety, oh my goodness, yeah. I worry about safety of my family and friends at times. Sure. Temper, yeah, I struggle with that. I'm looking at all these words, and I'm thinking, man, those are no different from my struggles, my hurts, my fears. 
And they're probably no different from your struggles, hurts, fears, your battles. Life is struggle, isn't it? At one level or another. So the question is, are we struggling well? Are we struggling well? What if God gave us the arts? Dance, music, instruments, drawing, painting. What if God gave us the arts as a way to connect with reality? As a way to express the most real thing about life. That God is with you. That God loves you. That God is around you when you're anxious, when you fear, when you're being bullied. A life connected to God in worship is not free of trouble. That's not what the scriptures promise. But a life connected to God in worship is now being filled more and more over time with the love, the healing, the joy of the Lord. 1 John 5, 4 and 5 says, For every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. Monday through Friday faith. And who can win this battle with the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. This is how the hymn writer put it. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of this earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. When you and I surrender to Jesus, seek to live our lives with Jesus as our leader Monday through Friday, we will grow more and more in our understanding that he is with us and surrounding us in all of our struggles, in all of our battles.